Matthew chapter 28, otherwise known as the Great Commission, telling us to take the gospel into all nations. At the end of the book of Mark, we're also told to preach the gospel to every creature, right? He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. So we kind of get the idea that the gospel is for everybody, right? That everybody is to receive the gospel in some way, shape, or form. We even sing songs to such effect. Like this is the last verse of a song that we used to sing. Where sin is gone must go his grace. The gospel is for all. So we can come to the conclusion that the gospel is for all regardless. Regardless of what? Well, regardless of race. Okay, the Bible tells us that. doesn't matter what race or ethnic background you're from. gospel is for all. Regardless of social status. Okay, Jesus talked to the rich. He talked to the poor. He talked to the outcast. Gospel is for all regardless of social status. Gospel is for all regardless of criminal background. Okay. Whether you've got a criminal record or not, whether it's a short record, whether it's a record that's as long as your arm, doesn't matter. Gospel is for all regardless of whether you're a drug user or not, or an alcoholic. Now see where I'm going here? We're going to get a little bit deeper here. We're going to think about this a little bit here, okay? The gospel is for all regardless of marital status. Okay? Doesn't matter whether you're faithfully married to one person, whether you are cheating on your wife at the time, whether you're divorced or remarried, whether you're uh, not married but sleeping with somebody. Doesn't matter. Is the gospel still for that person? Yes, it is. Regardless of marital status, regardless of what type of job you have, whether it's a respectable job or whether it's a middle-of-the-night street corner job or a drug pusher job, is the gospel for all regardless of your job status? It is, isn't it? The gospel is for all regardless of your sexual orientation. See, I told you we're going to get a little deep, bit deeper, aren't we? Is the gospel for people of varying sexual orientations? And there's a bunch of them today. <laughs> you know, it's, it's sad when you go to the doctor's office and it's, it's gone from are you male or female to a whole list of sexual orientation and a whole bunch of gender identity. So is the gospel for all regardless of gender identity? It is. The gospel is, do you get the picture? The gospel is for all. For everybody. We can't pick and choose who the gospel's for. Because Jesus came and died for everybody. Regardless of race and social status. Regardless of marital status. See, he talked to a woman who had had five husbands and the woman she was living with wasn't her own. He told, he got the, we got the principle right there. It doesn't matter what your marital status is at the time. We can fix that. It doesn't matter what your sexual orientation is. We can work with that at some point. It doesn't matter what your gender identity is. Whether you're binary or non-binary. or I, don't, I, I still don't understand a lot of that. I always thought male and female. Easy to tell. You know. <laughs> 
but I got apparently not anymore, you know, and I'll let it lay at that before I embarrass my wife completely, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but folks, if we start limiting who the gospel is for, we take away the efficacy of the gospel. We take away the saving power of the gospel. The gospel can save everybody. The gospel can change everybody. But if I say, I'm not going to that person because they're a bisexual or because they are a, it's not a he or a she, it's just a whatever, then I limit the power of the gospel. And, but folks, the gospel power is unlimited. We cannot limit it. The gospel is for all, regardless. In some way, shape, or form, at some point, you're going to come face to face with some of these things that may test the limitations of the gospel. We may have visitors that come in to this church that may test our sensibilities, our ideas of what is acceptable in society or not. And we're going to have to deal with those at some point in time. But what we have to remember is the gospel is for everybody. Now that does not mean that once people come in contact with the gospel and want to accept the gospel of Christ, that changes don't have to be made later on. They do. Alcoholics can come to Jesus and be baptized. When they come up out of the water, guess what? They're still an alcoholic, but we can work with that. They're still a drug user, but we can work with that. They're still an adulterer, but we can work with that. All these other issues, God can work with that. The power of God and the power of gospel is able to change everybody is able to cleanse and work with everybody. Just look at the people that Jesus went to talk to. Thieves. Outcasts. Those people that you and I, sensible people, wouldn't have anything to do with. What I want you to remember... The gospel is for all, and the key word is what? Regardless. Regardless of anything. We cannot limit the power of Jesus. If we start doing that, we start affecting our own salvation. So let's look at the world, love the world, love the people, hate the sin. And let's take the gospel. Where sin is gone, must go his grace. The gospel is for all, regardless. We're going to sing a song of encouragement. If you find that you're in need of the gospel tonight, if you need to repent, if you need to change, if you need to be baptized, whatever your needs are, the gospel is for you, regardless of what you've done, of who you are. Come while we stand and sing.